And welcome to another wonderful episode of Behind the Mask. I'm Eugene, as always, and we are missing my partner tonight, which is Dennis. Uh, he's not missing, missing. He wasn't abducted or anything like that, but he was occupied tonight. So we have a special guest tonight, which is really cool. I'm excited about this one. This is someone who I have not seen in a long time, but if you guys know paintball and have been around for as long as I have, you know who this person is and we're going to bring her in. She is awesome. She helped me out a long time ago with when I had my first child and she's got a huge heart. Her and her husband are like the greatest. So without further ado, let me see if I could. Are we I got on? it. I'm in. Got it. You're on. I'm here. Introducing <laughs> to you guys is B. Young Paxton. She is a round of applause. Yes, yes. Thank you. Give it up. B, it's awesome <laughs> that you're on with us. I mean, you literally are the first uh, guest that we are having. So this is really oh, cool. Oh, snap. <laughs> I'm debuting the Behind the Masks return, making a comeback. And uh, are you going to make this mostly about paintball? Or are you going to do other things that you require wearing a mask? Like, <laughs> like well, a COVID mask. <laughs> yeah, right now, you, everyone is wearing a mask, so we're all behind the mask. We're all behind the mask. I yes. am waiting for the day well, that we don't need the mask. Please, Jesus, help us. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, actually been a blessing in disguise. You know, if you look at some of the benefits and a lot of quality time with my daughters and, and my husband even, you know, and so it's been a lifestyle change and even remotely doing work. And then the access of zoom, we should have got some stock in zoom, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we would be rich right now. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. If I would have seen this coming, I would have definitely thrown some dollars down and whoo, I wouldn't be wearing Who'd this. Have thunk? Who'd have thunk, <laughs> but it definitely did. Um, it did put a big halt, obviously, in the paintball scene. Um, but surprisingly, we still stayed afloat. And even with Destiny and the growth that we've seen, especially within the last couple of years, um, it, it still is growing. And, it, and the slowdown actually helped us kind of come up with a better structure even for the foundation of Destiny. So, so yeah. That's it's cool. Yeah, cool. I... Uh... Like we were speaking about a little bit earlier today, uh, I just started getting back into it this year. Actually, a couple months ago, I had no idea that fields had been still open the whole time this is going on. But it made sense since we do wear a mask. We're not like right. on each other when we're playing. Well, and like if you do anything aerobically, you know, and even in um, as this kind of got figured out, you know, and, and we progressed into try, trying to channel how we're going to go about doing at least exercise. But if you're outdoors and you're still staying, you know, six feet away from everyone um, and you're wearing a mask, you know, of course there's holes in it, but some fields <laughs> did ask that, you know, wear the COVID mask underneath oh. your goggles. Oh, wow. And that was kind of, yeah, not very comfortable. I actually yeah. did an event, Fold a Gap, and that was on the East Coast and I actually did that because my mother-in-law was very afraid of me bringing it home. So I had to be very conscious of, you know, 
cleanliness in the best way possible because paintball is kind of a messy sport. (laughs) You get a little bit dirty. I mean, just a little. So you're going to be playing again and you're going to be doing this behind the mask. What about Mm -hmm. Sunday paintball? Are you going to kind of bring that back as well? That is a little bit of a touchy subject. Uh, Is it? Did you have partners? Yeah, that kind of... That dissolved. Say no more. (laughs) Stepped away from that. I was. Let's do Saturday paintball. (laughs) There we go. Now we are Saturday paintball with behind the mask. But this is the one thing that I was able to keep my hands on. So I'm kind of going forward with this. Um, Awesome. But. I missed you guys. Oh, I believe me. We've missed all of you guys. Well. I missed all of you guys because for me, paintball was a huge thing. Uh, the other guys, it was a you know it was something that they started getting into, but it, this definitely was a huge part of my life, and it still is. But enough about that. I want to know. We want to know more about you. And I saw a post on your Instagram. Oh, had an old picture of you, and it said, "Ask you." about your time that you moved to LA to be a backup singer. I want to hear the story. Oh, snap. (laughs) I, okay. Back in around 1998, I graduated from the University of Florida in human resource development. And um, I was already working for a computer software company at the time. And um, I just got introduced to paintball through a really good friend of mine named Tammy Pickering Adamson. Her and her husband owned Extreme Rage. And I actually went to middle school and high school with her. So we have like deep history that go back many, many years. And we've had our ups and downs. And thank God for a real friendship because we still continue to love one another, you know. Um, But I always give thanks to Todd and Tammy for introducing me to this community. And initially, I wanted to actually go into the Air Force And I was standing in front of the ROTC building, talking to everybody there about, I'm going to graduate this year. And I'm kind of thinking about, you know, going into officer candidate school. And I made a phone call to my father right in front of that building and said, hey, dad, uh, I want to sign up, I think. And he was like, man, you don't have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And he was actually in the U.S. Army. And that's where he met my Korean mother in South Korea in Pusan. And, um, and, and yeah, and the rest is history, right? And here I am and my brother and all that good stuff. But, but anyway, and dad's like, you don't have to do that. And so then when she introduced me to paintball, I was like, um, hold on just a minute. Hey, BB, you got to be quiet, honey. Okay. All right. So sorry about that. My 11 year old daughter wants to say hello. She's wearing her paintball gear. Yes. Destiny Army, Planet Eclipse pants, and a Sandana beanie. Um, but yeah, so so then Tammy introduced me to the idea of paintball. And my first thought was what? It's in the woods. I'm wearing military garb. And I was like, Tammy, and my dad just shut me down. Like, I wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to do that stuff and wear the garb and all that fun stuff and go fight for my country. And, and then she was like, no, B, you got to come look at the concept fields. So once I saw that, and I saw the inflatable bunkers. And then I saw 
um, the connect, even the fan that still was in the bunkers and putting oh, that yeah. air inside. That's what intrigued me to, to like the sport. I was like, dude, this is so different. I really want to try this out. So then next thing, you know, um, I was actually leaving for California to be a musician and playing on Femme Fatale. And um, I was probably maybe a year and a half, two years into the paintball realm um, as a rookie. I went straight into the paintball scene, never played a walk-on day in my life. It was strictly just to train for tournament paintball. And, um, and I was still singing. I was DJing at the time um, and dancing and even doing rehearsals at my church and then doing my demos to try to get it out to people. And then I said, Dad, I want to drive to California right now. And I want to move there so I could try to make it in the music business. So he jumped in the car with me. I love my father so much. 38 hours later, went from Florida to California. And, and he dropped me off in San Diego, flew out of SDA or SAN. I think it's called the San Diego's uh, airport code. And, um, and then I was trying to find a job while I was still trying to get into this music thing. And I got a position at JTUSA as their promotions coordinator, working alongside Chuck Hench, who's a director oh. of marketing. And they knew about my entertainment background, about my purpose there in California. And so I had some really good ideas and contributions to, um, to JT's. Oh, hold on. Okay. Hey girl, I'm on a podcast right now. <laughs> so I, it's with Behind the Mask. Do you remember them? Yeah. And Sunday Clothing and Eugene. Yeah. Yeah, that's who it is. I'll call you back though right after this because we're, we're recording, right, guys? Okay, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I will. So that was Rachel Shadell. Um, and you remember her as Chemo. Oh, yeah. And. He played professional paintball back in the day. And, um, and now she's working with me on building destiny nice. and we're going to continue to grow bigger and bigger because of her, but that's a whole other story. Um, music business and entertainment. So I applied my entertainment background to what JT was working on. And I did work tour. Um, we did a lot of cross marketing with even doing stuff with Rocky Cagnoni and, doing the motocross um was like x games x games right with yeah. travis pastrana yeah. and we did this thing where we brought rocky and i was in charge of him you know and lisa harvey at the time was with us too and we met vanilla ice and he was one of the guys that was doing this thing for i think it was for charity but there were some pretty significant people there and we were cross-marketing our paintball athlete who also knew, knew how to ride a motorcycle. And, and these are some of the cool things that we did, um, including me even going on like Junkyard Wars TLC and doing a segment where they were building these paintball tanks. And I didn't really have any fear to get in front of a camera because again, I grew up, you know, dancing, singing, playing the piano, French horn, cheerleader, et cetera, et cetera. And so all that finally led to me wanting to be a fly girl, you know, like I thought I was going to be like JLo, you know, and sing back up for Madonna. And literally I, I, 
I didn't want to be a frontliner. I just wanted to still feel the audience's vibe and the energy without being picked on, you know, like, I mean, cause you're always going to get some hate from people, but never the backup singers, right. Who talks about yeah. the backup singers. You could still do the stuff in the back, you know, and still <laughs> feel the happiness, but yeah. you know, I, I just have a hard time like dealing with people not liking me. And still to this day, I'm still learning how to just get over it. Be, you know, you're 47 <laughs> years old, get over it. But yeah. Um, and it's weird because when I debuted my career in paintball, it was like six months after that God blessed me with sponsorship because I was broke. I was so poor, even coming out of college, still paying. I, I finally paid off my debt, by the way, just last year from oh college. Gosh. So, so, so yeah. So I was pretty broke play, trying to play a luxurious sport, i.e. paintball. And um, I tried to come up with ways that I could earn the product without having to pay money. I said, Hey, I know how to DJ. I can MC your event. I can sing the national anthem. Um, I can open it up and make it very entertaining for y'all. Um, what do you think? And so smart parts, Graham Easton was the guy that actually picked me up first. And that's when I did that cool poster um, that really kind of put me on the paintball map. So the whole artist thing, like the dream kind of died when the manager I had at the time um, did something kind of bad. And it was illegal. I don't really want to tell all the details, you know, just in case he's listening. And I don't even want to mention his name, but things happen for a reason, you know, and even amidst that tragedy where I felt devastated, I was so embarrassed that I didn't even want to tell my parents what happened. You know, um, I even quit my job at JT after being there for a year and I had kind of been promoted to being a director of marketing there, um, but they weren't paying me the director of marketing salary. And it was expensive to live in La Jolla, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I ended up just um, making the decision to try this music business. And uh, the FBI came and knocked on the door and everything. <laughs> That's how bad it was. And, 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 then there, and then here's Mike Paxson, who I was kind of dating at the time. I was flirting with him, you know, but I was kind of a mean person to him because I really didn't want to be in a relationship. But he still managed to put up with my moodiness and and me just being rude you know because again i didn't want to fall in love with them but i ended up falling in love with the big bear you know <laughs> who actually taught me a majority of my paintball knowledge um from building an autococker and breaking it down and putting it back together again and he saved me from that situation moved out of his house got us a place to move into together again me broke as f like it was terrible um and I, again, I couldn't tell my parents, but I always say that Mike was kind of like my savior in that, in that respect, but my parents were okay about it. You know, um, with me too, I have two state university degrees, right? I got an AA from Florida state and then I got my, um, BS from UF. And then my parents were expecting me, I think, to really go far, um, especially within this music business. And I realized at that time that paintball was my platform and that I could apply my talents into this scene. And next thing I know, again, um, paintball.com, I was a blogger for them. Now, now you're vloggers, right? But back yeah. then it was blogging. And um, I was writing articles for all the major magazines, you name it. I probably have written one article for every single paintball magazine ever in existence from APG 
all the way to now paintball.media, which is pretty much the last magazine standing, um, paintball magazine standing. Yeah. So, yeah. So again, um, I, I still sing, I sing at church, you know, uh, <laughs> sometimes I'll mess around on my, uh, on my social media and try to live that life. Um, and, but I really do love my life in paintball and I love my family and, and just doing our thing now here in Montana. So I hope that answers your question about, tell me a little bit about your <laughs> well, experience. That, that tells me a lot. I mean, you've done just from hearing this, you've done a ton of stuff and you've done a ton for the paintball industry in general. I mean, your face was everywhere. I remember that, that poster that you were talking about back in the day. Yeah. Um, and also just seeing you at events that I would go to and be like, Oh my gosh, that's B Young's. I, I don't, I was like, I'd be nervous to even ask you for a picture long before I even started Sunday clothing. Um, I did take a picture with you a long time ago, right before we like started that. So I didn't even know who you, or you didn't even know who I was, but it was really cool to meet you. And then your husband too, was a huge thing to me. And I looked up to him when he played and even I followed Femme Fatales. I followed Iron Man. Those were like, you know, really teams that I knew about. And your, your husband is a huge bear. I still to it would be scary. Yeah. What what's that. special about Mike is he's loyal to the core. And and it's funny because I always kind of look at him like he could have been a really good soldier, you know, and he actually was at the recruitment office about to enlist. <laughs> oh wow. And because the recruitment guy was so mean to him, like an a-hole, he was like, you know what? If 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 it's gonna be like this at boot camp, especially I don't want to be a part of this, you know, which is a shame because he could have done a lot of good, but at the same time, he did, he's done still to this day, a lot of good for the paintball community. Yeah. Um, his ideas and the things that he's done as a champion, but also as the coach mentoring and even teaching today's pros that are in the scene still to this day. Um, I feel like Mike's kind of one of the most underrated professional players, you know, cause I used to get kind of like, man, Mike, you've been with die for this long. And I just felt like he, he probably should have gotten more recognition and a better exit. Um, after I think the last team he played for was what Chicago aftershock. Right. And, um, after he did Ironman for so long. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. You know, the, the paintball scene has changed tremendously, has. but we still support it. You know, oh, yeah. we still, yeah. I mean, we're, we're addicted, right? We're a little paintball oh. addicts and uh, we can't I, get enough of it. And look at you, you're back, you know, <laughs> I, I, the moment I was like thinking about going out to the field, I was like, man, I, I want to get a private group together. And I was getting on board, getting all my gear again. I sat down and I was like, man, I want to watch serial killers. So I threw that up on YouTube. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch this again. Started even going through old, my old videos and I actually came across your video that I did for, uh, for your, for the group then, you know, for destiny. And right I, was like, Man, I had a lot of fun doing that and hanging out with all those girls. They were cool. You know, all you guys were just, you guys are all awesome to just to be around. And, you know, now I go onto your Instagram and I was seeing like destiny in this state, destiny in this state and this state and this state. I was like, Holy crap. How many teams yeah. are out there now? I was like, man, I got to get, I got to talk to B because I yeah. want to know about it. Yeah. 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 Um, I have always loved the idea of connecting 
and collaborating with people. And it also has gotten me in trouble because even with like Warpig back in the day, and I was working at paintball.com and I love Bill and Don, but I also love Bert Talcott. And they were kind of like butting heads. You know, they were very competitive because they're both two, they're competitive media. Yeah. And, um, but I try to kind of bring the two together, but it really upset them for me trying to do that. And I got a lecture from it. You know, I'll never forget it too. It, it, it really kind of took me by surprise. Um, because I didn't understand that, you know, and the other, the other thing that got me in trouble is when I was doing stuff for PSP, I think it was called PSP at the time. And then I commentated with the guys from, uh, PB live and it was Ronald. I think it was his name. And, um, gosh, I can't think of the other guy's name. I always blow it there. I should know. I think it's Dan, but anyway, um, we did that with PB Live, and they were the ones to actually bring kind of the webcasting, the the, the pre webcast to the scene. You mm-hmm. know, they were doing kind of like a podcasting thing. Yeah. And um, long story short, I try to connect the. I, I try to utilize my commentary skills not just with them via the PSP, and then it became what it did become. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to the MPPL to help out there. Uh, series and then when I yeah and then it well I think yeah I think it was either Chuck at the time or Sean but at any rate when I tried to go back to help out the PSP they were like yeah we don't need you even though again I I really can say this confidently that we PB live were the first to be the commentators and then we introduced Maddie Marshall to the the, to the group. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so then I didn't have that opportunity anymore, but I was still kind of doing other things, you know, and that was fine. And destiny, um, I was trying to work on, plus my dad, he was diagnosed with a very rare neurological disorder. I ended up having to go back home to take care of him, you know, so everything happens for a reason. And yeah. I don't regret that situation, but it just, again, goes back to the whole idea of me always wanting to bring everybody together, you know, and, and I feel like when you collaborate and you associate to try to make the pie bigger. And I learned this from JT days, you know, it's so important to understand that don't make it about how big your slice is going to be, make it how we can make the scene bigger, the, the, the actual pie bigger. And then, then when we get our slices and we'll be satisfied, you know, because I feel like there's so much opportunity and plenty of people that we can um, bring into the sport, you know, as a collaboration. So that's what destiny has become because of the people that I've met all these years. Now I've been in it for what, 21 years. Um, I've always been asked the question like, Hey B, do you have a team I can play on? Or do you know of a team? And I'm like, well, I actually do know these two guys and they're looking for three. So maybe you guys can kind of connect. And then the other thing that we always would do is we wanted to travel overseas. So we connected with team Australia's bitchin. They're an all female team out there. And I brought a bunch of destiny jerseys over at the time and they were all, all about wearing destiny jerseys. (laughs) So we, in essence, created a destiny Australia. Oh, wow. Right. And, um, and then we did a world cup Asia event two years in a row and we created relationships out there and we had this really cool, like half 
United States half Malaysia, but because a Malaysian flag kind of looks like the USA flag, it was so beautiful. And again, we are bridging the gap, you know, creating these relationships and having these opportunities to play this game that we love and go and see places we've never been to. I've been to Australia eight times because once because I worked in corporate America and I was working for a Canadian and we were doing like these cool little like cell phone cards, we'll call them. And I did that for a good year prior to getting into paintball. And then the other seven times, Eugene, it was because of paintball, right? So what an amazing life. My dad used to pick on me and he would say, Beatrice, you're the most, you're the most broke, famous person I know. You know? <laughs> Cause at the time, like I was even more popular than Mike Paxson was, you know? Um, and then all of a sudden after like 2008, when I took sabbatical, I was pregnant with BB. My dad had passed away. Um, I, three years later, came back to the scene at 2012 and they're like, Oh, you're Mike Paxson's wife. <laughs> not, not be youngs anymore. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and, he, and again, and in 2008, I, my last occupation in paintball was the paintball sports magazines, editor in chief. Right. So I, my resume is pretty deep. Like it- I've done, heaps and I've worked my butt off (laughs) to get to where I am now. But again, not a lot of people know that because right, Eugene, people enter the scene and enter social media. Even if you're not doing something for a good three days and you get forgotten, you know, so you have to kind of constantly post, 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 stay on top of it. And it gets a little like, it's daunting daunting. thing to do. And I'm just like, (laughs) I want to do this podcast, but I'm like, oh, that means I got to do Instagram. I got to constantly be posting up on there. And then I got to keep up with this podcast. It is a daunting thing. And it's like, I'm doing it just for the fun of it. I'm not looking to get famous. I know. I mean, this face isn't going to get famous. That's why I'm doing it. Sure it is. You're a handsome fella. (laughs) I got hit by the ugly stick. And, (laughs) but the thing is, is that, you have really been an ambassador for the sport. I mean, from, like you said, from the very beginning, all the way to even now, even though you took that sabbatical and you came back just as Mike Paxton's wife. Yeah. You got thanks. past that, <laughs> <laughs> but you've gotten past that and you're back to, you are, I mean, everybody knows who you are. And for those of you guys out there, all three of you guys that are listening to this, if you don't know who B is, then you probably have had your head in the ground. She is everywhere. And or you, you could just use her, the Google. Yeah. yeah. Google. Google her and you will see everything. And you know, and Google uh, make it to Sunday. And that's when you can see her video too. Make it and, to Sunday. Yes. I even watched the interview that you did with Island Paintball. And again, they adopted one of the Destiny jerseys that we actually retroed back a couple of years ago. Really? And now we've just kind of been adding different color schemes to it. I don't even know how many jerseys we've put out. Like, I feel like definitely... Uh, definitely 50 different versions, I think, at this point. Yeah, I've, um, I've seen quite a few of them. I was like, yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, so, you are everywhere. Yeah, and I've always tried to do things a little bit differently. And I get, again, you know, people question my um, reasons, but I've always lived by the whole be different. And that's why paintball was so intriguing to me because it was different. And when I first saw the sport, I was like, this is a kind of sport that should always evolve, right? Yeah. And now we've been doing the X-Ball format 
for 20 years. I believe it's been almost 20 years now. But the first time they debuted this was in at the International Amateur Open. Deborah Dion puts this event up in the Northeast area. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer, um, obviously, it's no longer around. But yeah. I wish that we could do something like an International Amateur Open again and debut another kind of way to play paintball just to help it evolve again, because I've always, I've always felt like it's a futuristic type sport. Mm -hmm. I even thought that back in the JT days, I'm like, we should have domes where the spectators are high up and they're looking down into this dome and it's got not necessarily a clear like plexiglass, but something that's like a fishnet, kind of like our own netting that we put in our, um, you know, dimension or the circumference of the field, mm-hmm. but it should be like a clear fishing line kind of netting. So you could still see through it and watch the action down below, but yeah. not get splatters hit up on the plexiglass. Like if you were at a hockey game and you see the <laughs> plexiglass around the, right. Yeah. So, so again, I always felt like, man, we should be doing stuff like that back in 2001. Right. And, and then I even remember when Chuck Hench um, debuted this, like pull the curtain at the 50 yard line. Cause you don't know what kind of bunkers are set up on the other side. Hmm. Like we were blind walking fields back in the day. Right. Oh, wow. oh did you see the JT field? Did you check out that car wash. That was amazing. Like that field was so much fun to play on and every field had a different look to it. Um, but now we've just kind of, we're doing the same looking bunkers and, um, I just feel like we, we really kind of can do better and we should kind of think of ways to help evolve the sport. And so COVID brought some different ways to play paintball because of the whole social distancing thing. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the guys like Brandon short came up with pro shot, I think it's called, and it's a one V one and you have to like hit a buzzer and then, you know, have to get to it before the other guy does and blah, blah, blah. But at any rate, you could still see the action, but in this COVID environment, you adapted to it and therefore there is an involvement. Um, So at any rate, I'm I'm hoping that eventually we'll start seeing more change um, because it's a necessity, like to evolve is to succeed. And, and it's, it's a very important step in life. So hopefully we'll see more of that soon. Yeah. Well, I do remember when ESPN was trying to get its hands on the paintball scene and they were trying to introduce some funky rules. And I remember trying to watch it on ESPN and I was so lost. And I'm like, I play this sport. I know what's supposed to be going on. So, but I, that one V one was one of the things that I do remember that they did kind of try. Oh, at the ESPN network okay yeah so it was something that i did i do remember seeing and even that buzzer so it's kind of cool to hear that they're trying to bring it back well and- like red zone you you heard of almost famous paintball league right and they yes, do this yeah. red zone format mm-hmm. and just just to kind of um explain it as quick as i can but you start off like your usual i think it's a five on five yeah and your goal is to get to this very difficult to get to buzzer and you hit the buzzer, but you can't get shot trying to get to it. It's got like a circle on the ground and you have to get inside of it and then hit the buzzer, but you can't get shot on your way to it. Otherwise it doesn't count. Mm -hmm. Well, that buzzer lets people back into the field. So say you got your, your buddies got eliminated. There's like two guys that got eliminated and you only have like three people left on the field out of five. Well, then it lets those two guys come back onto the field. If you get to that buzzer, 
you see. And so that's kind of what the red zone does. And it, and it's actually got its own culture. You know, I'm really proud of John and what he's doing, but he does get a lot of opposition because sometimes, you know, there's a majority of people out there that don't want anything else, but the X-Ball format. But I think there's plenty of room for other formats like red zone. Um, And again, any way that we can introduce the idea of paintball to anyone to support our manufacturers, to support our fields, to support our stores. I think it's important to, to just kind of have all different facets. Um, and John even takes it beyond that. And he uses the same um, setup for Nerf Wars. And, mm. and I think he's also looking into other, other ways to kind of play the same kind of format, but with other tools outside of just using a paintball marker. Um, so at any rate, yeah, as we progress, I'm really hoping that um, we'll just continually add kind of different facets to the game because X-Ball to me is uh, n- no hatred for it, maybe because, you know, I'm older now, but I feel like it's kind of not boring, but it is kind of the same old, same old. And it's, especially if you, right, go ahead, Eugene. Oh, no, I was just saying that it's, it's a young man's sport. I hate to say that. Is, right. Way. We were talking about that, how yeah. the athleticism is definitely, I mean, we've always been athletes. Yeah. Even the big guys were athletic, just mm-hmm. like in football, right? You see your big, burly, thick, you know, athletes getting out there and getting yeah. up on that line and playing defense. Right. But, um, but yeah, the stature, I feel like we're, we're encouraging them to be shorter oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and super skinny and oh, very yeah. fast. I, you know, when you say super skinny, so I went out and was gonna buy a new <laughs> pair of pants and I tried yeah. on a pair of HK pants and HK puts out a great product that, you know, by all means, I was like, there's nothing bad about them. I put those things on and it's meant for somebody that is literally built like just a two by four all the way around because I tried bending over and I was all like, everything's hanging out. I can't, I can't wear these. I had to take them back because I was like, these pants, I told the guy, I was like, these things were made for like, like a 15 year old kid that (laughs) I don't know. They just don't fit me. And I was like, man, these are my size. It's just sad. Oh man. You know, it is now a sport that I do see, like we were saying, um, I was watching the rundown and they were at the Under Armour facility showing how they worked out, getting prepared for an event. So yeah. I was just all like, these guys are sponsored by Under Armour, which back in the day, we would have never thought of something like that happening. Right on. So I was just like, man, these guys are like full on athletes now. Yeah, I, I, they I, are. I, and and again, um, through really good um, uh, if you, clinics, if you will, they're called the paintball combine. They have created such a standard that it, it's sometimes... Um, it's a little scary because again, the older people are trying to keep up and then the first drill on the first day, their head diving into the snake and end up, you know, pulling their shoulder out. And then the $400 that they spent for the weekend, you know, I'm sure they probably prorated it and refunded them some money, <laughs> but he couldn't, you know what I'm saying? He couldn't yeah. do the next two days because yep. he was trying to rack up his points. Cause that's again, they have a point system. And so everybody gets ranked, mm-hmm. you know? And so it can kind of scare people away a little bit, you know, like, ah, oh, dang it. 
I'm not good enough, you know? Yeah. And, and so again, it serves a different purpose though. And so not saying anything negative, oh, no. but there should still be other ways that you can enjoy the sport, whether it's a three on three or one on three or one on one. Well, one on three would be kind of cool, but a one on one <laughs> and then you're five on five, you know, and a roster of 20 people. But um, even the time trials, have you seen that Greg Hastings doing with uh, Sonny Lopez and the L.A. Hitman? See, the time trials are cool, too, because one of the common questions that people ask are, does it hurt? And. Well, yeah, you know, and, and then people are like, well, I don't want to do that then. And like, why would I do that? I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Well then, but still people enjoy shooting the marker, right? Mm-hmm. Just like they do in shooting sports. They enjoy like the three gun, right? Where you can go to different stations and oh, use yeah. your 22 or your 45 or whatever and, and go and ding, 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 ding. And it's yeah, just, all the competitions. The next station. Yeah. right, right. So same concept, but instead of using real guns that can kill you, you're using a paintball marker or any air-powered thing and shooting targets with a buzzer at the front, which is a timer. It starts the timer, and then you start shooting all these different targets, run to another corner, around the corner, there's another station set up. Then you got to kind of get down low and go under this tunnel and get through it all the while kind of doing some cardio, but still trying to be accurate and shooting those targets down, get to the end of the obstacle course and you shut the timer off and then you look up and see how quick you did it, you know, and if your accuracy was on point. And that to me can also bring out a whole other kind of customer base again for our paintball fields and stores and and event organizers and et cetera that -hmm. are helping to fuel our paintball economy. Um, It just gives you another avenue, you know? So so yeah, so and then um, even NXL had Jelly Ball. They mm-hmm. had Sup Air debuting um, this Jelly Ball uh, pistole, if you will. Yeah. And the children can play with these little Orbeez that come out of the little Jelly Ball pistol. And it hurts a little bit. It does leave a mark, but it goes away a little bit a few hours later. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just another way that you can enjoy a shooting sport. Which that was actually funny you mentioned that that was what we spoke about on the last episode that we put up, which we were talking about uh, the Splatmasters that JT puts out, which shoot those, um, the Splatmasters shoot the 50 cal and then the jelly ball guns that I kept seeing on Tom, Thomas Taylor's Instagram that they're shooting each other with. And I, when I was at the field, I noticed these big old headed little, you know, little people that were walking around. I was like, what the heck? Cause they've got these giant masks on and it's these kids, but they've got the chest protectors on and they've got these little pistols. And I was like, what is that? So I looked into it and more fields are now doing the jelly balls and using more of the 50 cals because obviously 50 cals are shooting at hundred and 150 PSI. I think yeah. So um, it doesn't hurt as bad. The shells of those 50 cals are really, they're thinner. So the moment Correct. they hit, they break. And, you know, it's not like what we play with where we're shooting the three, you know, 300 and those 68s are leaving welts on us. Right. So right. I'm noticing that more fields are becoming a little bit more open to open up their clientele. So now kids from six up can go to a paintball field and use the jelly balls or at eight years old, they'll let them use the actual 50 cal guns. And it's, so it's all really about cool. the idea of 
you know, cross marketing, yeah. you know, because there's going to be kids that just want to do jelly ball. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be others that are just going to want to do individual focus and, and run the obstacle course in Greg Hastings time trials or the Hitman time trials. And um, then you're going to have people that want to play the X-Ball format, you know, and, yeah. and do the grind and do the bounce and spend a lot of money on paintballs. And that's just because they can afford to, you know? Yeah. Um, but it is at the end of the day for these businesses, they're trying to produce something that's going to be fun for people because mm-hmm. it is a stress reliever. When you're doing something for fun, all you're worried about is, you know, being in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of these fields in order to stay afloat um, should be incorporating other things that can help, you know, these different sports cross market, even airsoft airsoft has got uh, this thing called speed QB and it's a tournament uh, tournament speedball. And we actually are creating a destiny speed QB team out in Northern California Oh, wow. Because we want people to go, who's Destiny and where are these people from? Oh, they play paintball. And now they're also going to play Airsoft, (laughs) you know, because, again, there is this um, competition. Again, they nobody wants to like, oh, Airsoft, you know, is better than paintball and vice versa. Right. And it's like, but why does it have to be like that? Why can't we try to do both? You know, I've, I've talked to some airsoft groups where I'm like, what do you think about like doing an event where we do airsoft against paintball? And then maybe, you know, we'll, we'll just, just see how it goes. Or even just have you guys use paintball markers mm-hmm. and see how you fare versus us using airsoft marker or guns yeah. and see how we fare. Um, personally, I think us paintballers can excel at airsoft but we'll cheat our butts off because we're like, no, it didn't count. Right. Because I oh, wait, we're playing airsoft. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. It bounced, it bounced off. It, it's gone. It's see, it there's nothing there. You yeah. see it. Oh wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's more honor in airsoft though. I'm sure, but I'm sure there there's is. still some shenanigans that happens in the airsoft oh, scene. Yeah. Which I just, I just saw something about them putting out um, balls that actually have paint inside of them for airsoft. So now they're going to incorporate kind of the paint. They're trying to incorporate kind of the marking so you can actually see it instead of just wonderful by honor. Because I you know, love it. Yeah. I, that is awesome. You know, so you can get marks. I want to be that chick from Tomb Raider and just go out there with pistols <laughs> and like work on my fitness and wear the outfit and everything and just, you know, <laughs> popularize myself once again, make another post. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the yeah, moment we like, get out there, they're going to know who you are. Come on. I know, right? Come on now. <laughs> but yeah, so, but it, it, it literally is, um, it's so much fun. And I, and again, I, I like, again, the idea of bridging things together um, just to kind of figure out ways that we could get more people introduced to what we do as paintball enthusiasts. That's um, and so definitely. at the end of the day, that's, that's what it's about. But this progression that we've seen, even with Destiny, um, at the end of 2017, I started to kind of think like, man, I like that we are doing the all-female thing again, mm-hmm. but I also have a lot of people that are men, that are friends of mine, yeah. and that I want to play alongside. Um, and I'll never forget when Tom Cole of the NXL called me and asked me, hey, B, what do you think about doing a ladies division, like a three-on-three? And I was like, I don't really like the idea. And I, I, and the reason being is because we're segregating ourselves. 
when at, at the end of the day, I really feel like a lot of us women that are playing in this sport is fascinated with competing against our male counterparts, because there are some of us that want to have that equal playing field. Now, military, you guys probably go through the same thing where your, your DNA, whatever is coded within you that you've been brought up to know is to protect the woman, you know? And so you'll see the girl on the front line and you're like, I must protect that woman, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then you get distracted, you know what I'm saying? But there's a movie called Starship Troopers. Oh yes. You you know that movie? Oh, I love that movie. It's kind of, it's so funny, but yet the action is so good and the CGI is amazing. And I'm such a fan of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. But you remember in some of those scenes that the women were showering with the guys and it was no big deal. And the girls were all fighting and getting smashed and dead and well, got to keep going. (laughs) You know, so it was like, like I I pray that someday for the sake of women that want to be treated equally, um, that even don't care if like, I want to hold doors open for people, regardless of who they are, mm-hmm. you know, young people, old people, handicapped people, healthy people. Like I still, it's just in my nature to care enough to help somebody out. And so eventually I pray that it does get to that point, you know, where we'll eventually see women on men's pro team rosters. Mm-hmm. And that's very very close to happening. I, I think it'll happen within at least the next five years because we have a lot of female athletes that are aspiring to become on that pro level. Um, well, I definitely, I definitely could see that with this sport where the playing field really is level because if you can shoot and you can move, that's all you need to know. It doesn't matter right. your size. It doesn't matter your gender. It's shoot and move. I don't care if Correct. I see a ponytail at the back of it, I'm going to shoot the ponytail, but get it. It doesn't matter who you are. It's a level playing field with this sport. So yes, right. I could see where you're coming from with, you know, you don't really want to do a three, you know, just a, a female league because yeah, it segregates you. And, and and listen, I sound like a hypocrite because now we have been doing it. And again, a lot of the females that are part of our organization, um, want to have that experience. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it, it, it makes them feel more comfortable when they're amidst like-minded and um, same looking, if you will, like, Hey, you have long hair too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got boobs. Cool. You know, like, it, it's like, well, there are again, some guys out like, there that, yeah, that too also. <laughs> yes. Or, or women that do not have boobs either, you exactly. know, <laughs> but yeah, without getting sidetracked, like um, they, I feel like there are women out there that do want to just do for women. And I, I, I totally am in support of that. I just don't want to support women that don't deserve to be supported. Like your murderers and, you know, like the, the bad people that honestly, like just because you're a certain gender doesn't mean you should be supported, especially if you're doing um, illegal things, you know? So so when I hear people say like, support all women, well, we should support all humans, you know, like we're, we're here on this earth, in my opinion, to help one another. Like, I think a lot of us are missing the point. You know, I feel like, again, if all of us showed more love and, and made someone's day and made that a point that things would probably be a lot easier, but even in our political realm, Mm-hmm. You know, we've with the whole Trump and Biden thing that we just went through last year. 
wow. Oh. Right. You're like, I, this is the craziest thing. I, this is so entertaining. Like I don't even want to watch TV anymore because it is all about the ratings and the shock value. And, well, um, yeah. and, it, it was and, just and a that big mess. a big mess. And so, and that kind of translates into our paintball community, right. Where mm-hmm. people are working against each other. And I'm like, you guys we're missing the bigger picture here. Like, I feel like, yes, um, we do see a growth in women participating, but I feel like there's a lot more players back in the day and our participation numbers, I feel were way more back in the early 2000s to about 2007 mm-hmm. versus the number of people playing now. But it's hard to gauge because where did the Sporting Goods Manufacturing Association go? That's where we were pulling a lot of the statistics. But who's taking the statistics now guys we don't even have a paintball manufacturing association we don't even have a players union we don't even have a refing um standard or a a code for these referees to not be bribed to make bad calls because that does exist and i've i've heard of it recently happening and that breaks my heart i'm like and and again i must be stupid naive into thinking like no there are biased refs, no way. And, it, and again, it's just the treatment of, of some of our staff, you know, like our referees. And mm. um, I just, again, there's a better way to do it. Um, and it does exist, but because there's just this monopoly that we've seen and people are so afraid of opposing this monopoly. Mm. And it's like, if we don't even try um, to do something, even if the person that's trying to make a change for the better, it's hopefully still going to influence what they seem, what, what they look at us like, oh, you're the enemy. Because here we're trying to keep our customers, you know, and make our money over here, but we don't want to bring on anything new. And so they, there's pushback from it, but it should be welcomed because it gives you conviction and then you're going to do better mm-hmm. because you want to be better than the other guy that's given you that conviction. Yeah. So, so this is the same thing. Like, again, we're missing the bigger picture and I just feel like, if we can just kind of, even through paintball extravaganza, you've heard of that. Oh, yeah. where we have these roundtable discussions about what's happening in the scene and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like even that's kind of like nothing ever gets productively done, you it's know, because again, of my opinion people are afraid to share ideas. Yeah. 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 So, but that's why, you know, what we're doing with destiny and me, making this now co-ed we're about the objective of being co-ed with an emphasis on getting more women to play paintball but encouraging other teams to also like instead of coming up to me and saying hey b i got a girl for you okay well how long has she been playing oh she's only been playing a couple of months well you do know we compete in d3 sometime you know d4 d3 and that means that you have to be playing a little bit longer than a year unless she's just such an incredible athlete that she can play at the D3 level that quick. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and then I'm, and then I'll ask the question like, well, why don't you just play her on your team? Oh, well, yeah, I guess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, play her on your team because you, you live with her, you know, like yeah. it just, it blows my mind again because it's the mentality that, you know, we got to just group all the same looking people together. Oh, you all are a bunch of girls. Let's go play with the girls only. You know, we're in 2021, y'all. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, we had, if you remember, we had a female uh, person or a female that actually was filming for us. She would go out in the field and she would record and people would trip out. They're like, she's out there with you guys. 
Right. Yeah. What's the big deal? I mean, what's the big deal? See, I love that mentality. Yeah. It's like, what's up with that? What are you perceiving here? And again, I feel like as parents, we're dropping the ball, y'all. Like, yeah, I mean, um, if she could hang with us, then by all means, you know, roll up. Come on, let's go. Right, right. And even Nikki McEvers, she played on the original roster for Destiny back in 2004 at Huntington Beach, Super 7, 7 Man, where there was like 210 teams in a division. Yeah. Um, again, a seven <laughs> man days. roster, good old days. And that's why I feel like there's more people playing back then than now. But at any rate, um, the Nikki McEvers is now the head coach and coming up with the plays and telling, the, telling them how to play on the Ironman. Which right. Is so awesome. Which is huge. Yeah. It's like <laughs> history has just been made. And so now we're breaking that ceiling, that glass ceiling finally. And, um, and hopefully, you know, we're going to see more of that. And um, I feel like as women athletes, we have to kind of bite our lips a little bit more and, and work a little bit harder than our male counterparts sometimes, because there always is going to be that person that stereotypes and so for us to just ignore it is more important than us getting into an argument about it. Cause you just forgive the innocently ignorant, you know, and, and you hope that you teach people by observation, like, yeah, it's all good. You know, I'm just going to kind of do my own thing. And eventually when our grandchildren are playing paintball, that mentality is going to be wiped away, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll finally see that bigger picture and we'll get there. And so in the meantime, yeah, so Destiny does, we have about mm, 19, 19 different teams right now, <laughs> whether it's an all-female showcasing line, which will be playing at the Sunshine State Open April 29th through May 2nd. Um, and it's, and it's uh, all younger girls. They're all under the age of 25 except one member which is Rachel really? and she's my age in our forties. We'll be <laughs> 10, like we're still in our late twenties. Yeah. Uh, she still looks, she still looks amazing. Um, but yeah. And, and still plays fantastic. She played with us at world cup when we did the ladies division and our oh, wow. younger, our younger girls uh-huh. beat our more experienced girls. We oh, came wow. in first and our first place girls have been playing for probably 20, 30 years all put together. Mm-hmm. And our younger girls have only been playing maybe three to 10 years, you know, um, on average about three years long. And so it, it was a very humbling experience to see that these girls were so passionate about the desire to win. And had we won, right. Cause I was on the, up on the older roster had we won we would have been like cool we won yay you know but these girls like took it to the ninth level at the nth level and there was tears coming out of their eyes they were so excited and super happy and hugging each other and i am so thankful that they actually beat us you know um which says a lot about them and about the future of women playing paintball mm-hmm. um because of their capabilities and so when given the chance you know things better things can happen. But I feel like if you always serve with righteousness and always do the right thing, then you're going to be blessed for that. Right. Yeah. Same idea. Right on. Okay. I, as long I, as you're- <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they were, you know, crying and cheering and just being like, Oh my God, we beat Mike Paxson's wife. <gasps> yes. I know. <laughs> Not be young. <laughs> Mike Paxson's wife. Hey guys. No, but Lame. I think, um, these younger 
this younger generation, these new kids that are coming up and playing are just amazing. They They learn quick. Oh, they learn really quick and have that hand-eye coordination down. I don't know how they get it so quick, but it's just insane how these kids are playing now. And not to take anything away from them, but man, they're, you know, it's a whole new generation that's just. Well, with the advent of smartphones, and now all of us are laying down quite easily in our beds now, right? And we're, we, can, we can research a lot and watch a lot of YouTube videos on how to play paintball. True. And, and so I feel like in comparison to when we started out, we had, a, we had to reference some of the websites. You know, it took forever to load. Do you remember those days? Like now it's like all about how quick can it load. But back yeah. then it was like, make it so glamorous and have this slow buffering happening. So, so this video will finally appear. <laughs> oh, I remember going out and buying um, Get Better Faster and watching that. Yep. I DVDs, still, right? I still and have VHS tapes. Yes, <laughs> yes. So all you kids out there, we, there was, the struggle was real. We had to buy DVDs and put them in, and we had a we couldn't be anywhere to watch it. We had to be at home to watch it. Right. And, you, know, you guys, you guys got it lucky. You guys can be on totally so lucky. Tablet. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, like I mean, <laughs> I don't like you either. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but it, it's, it's been, it's been such a journey and, um, my husband kind of makes fun of me cause I'm a, I'm a total nerd and he's like a jock. Um, and how we cut together it, that whole opposites attracting definitely is us. Um, even when we go to paintball events still to this day, he goes his way. I go to mine, you know, I have my friends, he's got his, and we're not like the couple that holds hands and like we're together, you know, <laughs> and, and, and we're completely content with that. I think that actually gives us some more strength, you know, as a marriage and it works for us in that respect. But, um, but with, with how we think about destiny and what our contributions are to the paintball scene is because of the fact that we're together and we have two beautiful children because of it, I personally want to leave a legacy behind that I can be very happy about, you know, God bless Tim Montressor. He is, um, he has always been and will continue to be somebody that I inspire to be like. And he started that ICPL, that what no, no ICC, and what is it called? Iron City Classic. Thank you. I'm a little <laughs> tired, and I'm also older now, guys, so I don't remember everything. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm Mike Paxson's wife. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Tim. <laughs> but Tim, um, man, he was my my Korean brother, and I would always say "Annyeonghaseyo," and he'd be like "Konnichiwa." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, that's not Korean." <laughs> He's like, "I know," because I'm. I'm actually an adopted Korean, you know, <laughs> I miss him so much, but his spirit still lives within all of us that uh, admired his ethic yeah. and he worked so hard and, and he was just a 100%. He was married to paintball. Oh, and to life. me, he is, he is our paintball savior. I always looked at him like that. Like this guy is so awesome. And he always took time for people and um, messaged anybody back that had a question for him. You know, mm. so when this COVID hit and then we learned about his passing, it really um, hit home. It brought this whole COVID situation into like, oh, wait, this really is real, y'all. Like Cardi B said, that <laughs> S is real, you know. 
<laughs> it is real, Cardi. Yep, you're right. You're right. Um, that's why, again, we stay home with our kids, you know, because of the situation. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, Tim is on all of our jerseys. We had a logo that was designed by Evan uh, Lerman of Inflict Media. And I'm, I'm committed now to every single jersey made by Destiny from this point forward. We'll always have, you know, Tim Montressor's logo on it on our national jersey. And, um, and so, you know, having mentors like Tim and, you know, and seeing even some of these OG guys come back to play mechanical paintball, um, it's just been such a great journey. And so we want to still continue to be a part of it, even though sometimes it is easier, Eugene, to kind of think about like, man, I could just do my real estate thing. Cause I'm a, I'm a real estate agent out here and, um, and just live out the rest of our lives here in the mountains of Montana and just take care of one another and occasionally go to a paintball event here and there because we don't make any money off of paintball. We literally do not like everything that we make in essence just goes right back into the organization or whatever it is we're trying to raise money for like Tracy Perez. I don't know if you know who she is, Mm -mm. but she, she um, worked for Chris rail and did stuff for the PSP and the APPA system and did registration. She also had her own, league down in Florida that she helped manage. Um, but she had something life-threatening happen to her. And I actually try to do a podcast. I just don't have a lot of time. Like you said, it's, it's hard for me to, um, schedule it and then be committed to doing it consistently. And so I wish you all the luck in the world with this thing. (laughs) But, but again, we, we do fundraising events, you know, for doing things like, people like Tracy, you know, that should be recognized for all the wonderful things that she's done for our paintball world. Um, and she's part of our team now. And, um, and so, yeah, now we're about 150 plus members strong and we have, we went from being uh, eight all female roster in 2018 Mm -hmm. to 150 plus members with 19 different regional teams or showcasing teams like we'll do a destiny kids or we'll do a lady destiny with an all female line with just the sole purpose of just showcasing how cool it is to see these children or these amazing women um, play, you know, just to kind of give them a platform to be seen. That is awesome. Um, And, and yeah, and, 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 uh, I, you should come play sometime too, Eugene, if you ever want to just jump on one of our teams. We're, we're, do, we're doing a Destiny Unite uh-huh. in Florida where it's throw together. And I got a couple of guys coming from Destiny Midwest. I got a couple from Destiny Montana, which is me and this kid named Zach that lives here. We call ourselves Destiny Montana. <laughs> nice. And then we have... Too strong, huh? Right? <laughs> and then we have a guy from Destiny, Florida. One of my good friends, Adam Bullis, who helped me build destiny florida and it's still going strong um and what i love the most is actually bringing on brand new people that have never played paintball before oh, that's, that to that's... me is the true meaning of hashtag grow paintball <laughs> 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 and even though like a lot of these teams like we are still podium finishing nice. we will go and play like mech or uh-huh. three man we won't play we play everything but x-ball until now this season now we have two x-ball teams all of a sudden playing in d3 x-ball and d4 x-ball um but I've always wanted to support the other divisions like your three mans and your mechanical and your mounds and your 10 man, because to me, it just feels more nostalgic, I think. Oh, and yeah. it's just 
more fun in my opinion. Um, X-Files become a business. Like it gets super competitive and um, sometimes very stressful and bankrupting, you know? <laughs> like, well, all I see how is- How much do we just spend yeah, When those guys are just pulling the trigger, all I'm seeing is do- dollars just flying out there, the tips of those barrels. I'm like, oh my God, how much are they spending on pain? Oh, my Lanta. I, I know. Can- and that's why I'm like, we got to make this more entertaining somehow, guys, so we can get this televised on some, you know, streaming platform like Netflix or Amazon Prime or something. Just so, again, we can hopefully make things a little bit less expensive. But now with gas prices going up, oh what God. does that mean, right? Now with that stupid ship that jacked itself up in the Suez Canal. <laughs> Oh, prices are gonna go up don't get me started on that because i'm already feeling it as i'm having to drive all the way to work oh, oh my gosh it's ridiculous i know but, we, yes but it can what, always be worse though eugene it can it can you know you could get the covid shot and become a zombie but that's just me I that's to, right <laughs> uh, but you know what uh, we, we're coming up on our time but i want to find out what do you have coming up what events do you want to throw out there so all four of our listeners hear it and uh you know hi four listeners <laughs> one of them thank is you my for mom listening hi mom <laughs> thank you for thing eugene he's amazing <laughs> eugene you've done so many good things for destiny and just again like i went and did a little like um blast to the past and i watched some of your videos and seeing even god paul shelley even made a comeback and played with us a year and a half ago oh really um yeah yep and his dad lives down in florida now and so speaking of florida this weekend april 10th through the 11th the maximum velocity paintball series is having their event take place and destiny is going to our destiny national team just destiny they're going to be debuting this upcoming weekend um and then the next event oh no sorry let me also say that destiny florida we have a rookie squad they're also going to be competing this weekend in the mvps then shout out to you know pat simmons and jamie wilson um, and Brent and all the guys that are helping make that happen. Thank you so much. Mikey D. Montigny, I always say his name wrong. I'm probably butchering it now, but Mikey D. is um, heading up uh, the X-Ball team. They're playing D3 X-Ball in the MVPS. Oh, wow. And so April, yeah. And then following that, which is only what? April 29 is just a couple of weeks later, they're going to be playing in the Sunshine State Open, brought to you by the National X-Ball League. And um, we'll also have probably five or six, possibly seven other Destiny teams playing at that event. We have Lady Destiny and D4 five-man. We have Destiny Army playing in 10-man. We'll have Destiny Mech playing in the Classic, which is just your 5.5 balls per second, Mm -hmm. um, playing with mechanical markers. And then we'll have a couple of three-mans. Then we have Destiny Unite, which I'll probably roster myself on and play alongside my you know, Destiny Midwest, Destiny Montana, and Destiny Florida members. And we just throw it together as Destiny Unite and play in D4 five-man. So those are the things that are be, that are going to be coming up. And um, would really appreciate it if you guys can like and follow our pages at Instagram and at Facebook at Destiny Paintball. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Definitely. If you guys are listening to this, definitely follow. Look her up. Look up Be Young so you know who she is, not Mike Paxson's be- wife. 
B. Not Young. Mike Paxson's wife, B. No. Young's Paxson. B. Young's Paxson. Yes. Sorry, I left out the S. But look her up. Look up all the awesome stuff that she's done. Um, definitely go on to, of course, Instagram. I was about to say IG, but somebody cringed the last time I said it because I'm apparently too old to be calling it IG. I'm too old too. I'm allowed. Okay. <laughs> it's IG. Whatever, children. You know? <laughs> <laughs> But look her up. Instagram has three syllables in it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> IG's easier. But yeah, look us up. Thank you. Definitely look them up. Thank look you. up Destiny and look up B and uh, follow. Follow her. Follow. Even look up, you know, her husband, B Young's husband, Mike Paxton. Yeah, he's a – yes, he does a lot of fishing out here. So you'll see a lot of fishing, skiing, oh, hunting, you just said, and duck hunting too. You just hit my heart right now with – Fishing. Yes. I, I think I'm going to have to come up there and uh, go fishing. Well, if you don't come, I'll be very disappointed, but you're always welcome <laughs> to come and stay with us. And Mike will take you out on the boat. Absolutely. Oh, that would be awesome. Well, B, it has been awesome to, one, to be able to see you again. Thank you. It's been so long. I mean, it's literally been, you stopped in 2008. We were done by 2000. I think we were done in 2011 as far as mm. Sunday clothing behind the mask and all that stuff. So it's been a while, but it's awesome to hear from you and hear, I mean, just everything that you've done is just amazing. You are definitely, you're, you're awesome B. There's no I other way to describe, you. describe you, but thank you. you. Awesome. Thank so, you for saying that. I love, I love the paintball world and the community and it's blessed me with so much. And so it's the least I can do. And there's going to be some really cool things coming up in 2022. Um, so again, please watch our journey. I, I, I try to be funny, but some people don't think I'm so funny, but um, <laughs> at least come in and just check out what a lot of these destiny players are doing to help the scene and to help grow paintball. Definitely you guys. So this has been another wonderful episode for you guys that are out there listening to us of behind the mask, get out there, Support your local fields, support your local uh, stores, because especially during this last year, it's been tough for everybody. And as we were, we were joking about COVID, and but it's also a real thing. It's hit businesses pretty hard. And I want to say, get out there, support. If you're a small team, hit us up behind the mask uh, media on Instagram. And we will be, we would love to interview guys and see what you guys are up to. And, you know, also, Hey, get a hold of B if you guys are looking for a team or something. I'm Yeah. I actually forgot to say Eugene that also this weekend, our D four X ball team out of NorCal, they're recruiting players from all over the state of California. Cause we're going to have SoCal practices too, but we're looking to recruit D four X ball players and also brand new players. We have a rookie squad that we're building and no experience necessary. So if you want to be recruited and play with our rookie team, you're on, let's go this weekend at uh, capital edge paintball in Northern California. That's Dave Baines's field. Um, April 10th, Shane Pistana, who's a legend, is going to be with Mike Paxson. Saturday only, though, they're going to be coaching and recruiting. Um, and then on Sunday, our coach, Norman Wu and Carl Miller. He's a U.S. Navy officer, um, and he's also one of my besties. He's also a big reason why Destiny is succeeding right now. So go out and check him out. If you're in the Northern California area, come see us this weekend at CEP. I, you know what? I saw that. And you better I was, go. I was, I was, I like all. I mentioned it, and then I got shot down, and I was all like, "Oh." Oh, wifey was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, it was like you're, you're going to want to get on a team. You're already. I was like, 
never I never mind. I don't want I don't want to play ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> but right on. Thank you, Eugene. All right, B. It was wonderful. It was awesome. As always, uh, this has been Behind the Mask. And definitely listen to us and we're out of here. 